Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vault Studios NFL podcast. I'm your host, James Arthur, and I'm joined by two absolute clowns in the studio tonight. Uh, Darren, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. It's been a rough week for you. Rough week. I have to un- unmute you. How oh, are you, buddy? Yeah, look, I'm I'm doing okay now, but I understand it's fine. A Freudian slip. Yes, yes. I had to yeah. mute. I had to mute you because during the song, Jules went, "Oh, it's loud." <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not talking about me, but yes, no, nah, it's good to be here. Thanks, James and Jules. How's your week, mate? Week's fine. I had a bit of an experience this afternoon with some uh, jalapeno chilies, which mm? is causing me a bit of uh, <clears throat> emotional distress. But other than that, fantastic. Looking forward to talking about free agency. Did you touch your PP? No. Okay. I touched everywhere Did you put else. toilet roll in the freezer? Have you ever thought, mm, you know... Good idea. I've actually got some words of wisdom for you about that sort of stuff, you know, like bowels and everything like that. And so just... Do you have a spare pair of shorts in your car? No. <laughs> Why would... <laughs> <laughs> you have incontinence issues, Jules. <laughs> no, I'm just like, it's just friendly advice. So that was you two, you two morons before we started the recording. Always be aware that I am recording. Travel. Okay. All the funny things we just chat about randomly. Yeah, that's the best part And of thanks the for the friendly advice, I appreciate yes, it. Yes, always You're carry welcome. a spare pair of pants. You know what? Advice for everyone out there. Spare pair of pants. Now, Jules, you talked about jalapeno poppers. I think now's the chance for yourself. I know you're... A, everyone should know you're a big barbecue guy. Give him a plug. Give yourself a plug. Come on. Tell um, them where they can find your barbecue stuff. if you got them. Tell us about it. <clears throat> Obviously, uh, Jay's a bit cut up because of his bad-mathing smoke him if you got him. I made a mistake and I, and I paid for it at $5 a month. Literally, cost you. <laughs> uh, we'll be at Meatstock this weekend at the showgrounds. So if anyone comes up to us and mentions the podcast, I will re-sign to Patreon. And so anyone. anyone Anyone who I don't know Oh Regan Fly down buddy <laughs> Now's your chance to shine Regan If you show up I might be afraid of you I might run away And you'll also <laughs> get some free meat So if you're at meat stock this weekend Go find Smoke them if you got them Eat their food Be delicious uh, Let us know you listen to the podcast And let, we'll us, let him know you. you listen to the podcast And he will have to re-sign to Patreon That's the rule It there is the go. rule Okay Beautiful uh, let's just, uh, just quickly a bit of housekeeping before we get started. Website vaultstudio.com.au. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just search the Vault Studio. Also our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Vault Studio. We have a one dollar and a five dollar a month membership. If you can spare the money and would like to sign up, we would very much appreciate it. Everything goes towards making this podcast better and better. So anything you can spare, we absolutely love it. And thank you to all our Patreons, three, two of them being in this room, um, which is great. Uh, I also want a little bit more housekeeping. Uh, I got some sad news over the weekend. Um, no, no one's dying, but I just wanted to vent. Producer Dan, uh, due to personal reasons and his work reasons, he is um, moving on from the studio. Uh, no no hard feelings anywhere from anyone here. We, we love Dan and we're going to miss him very much. And I just wanted to thank him and I'm sure everyone out there would like to know, you know what he's done over the past year and a half for the podcast with the videos and all that sort of stuff. All the stuff behind the scenes was all Dan. So getting all the videos done, getting them uploaded, um, setting all up the graphics, all that sort of stuff. Everything in that, in that regard was Dan. So I want to thank him for his time um, and hopefully in the future, if he ever wants to come back, the door is always open for you, Dan, where, you know, Big love for you, mate. So we'll miss you very much, and I'm sure all the all the fans and all the listeners will miss you as well. You'll definitely be missed, Dan. But don't forget, you can sign up for a Patreon membership still. Well, you <coughs> should now, and definitely that's what you should be doing. That should be the first thing. 
It was only a matter of time until he got poached, so I'm not surprised. I'm no, surprised like, it didn't happen earlier. Mate, I've been fighting off ESPN for months. Now, he didn't sign with ESPN. Obviously, so. he's not an idiot. No. So, uh, well, that's it for that. Let's get to a bit of the news. Um, DJ, look, I, I hate to bring it. this up again, but so about 12, no, about six hours after we finished recording last week, uh, OBJ, that's Odell Beckham Jr., for the people out there that don't know, was traded to the Browns for a first pick 17, a third round pick, and Jabril Peppers, the safety. Um, me and Jules went instantly into is DJ OK mode. We found him just standing on the it? Westgate, looking out into the open, um, eating, a, eating a donut. I uh, don't know why he was eating a donut. Uh, I was watching the sun <clears> rise. <throat> you looked... I'm glad we found you. That's all I'm going to leave it at. You looked sad. Look, it was a sad day for me. Obviously, I have four Odell Beckham Jr. jerseys. But, uh, but, you have four? I have four, all different colours. Uh, but luckily, one of them is in like a full plain black. You're a and fucking so idiot. I could probably still wear jerseys, it. four jerseys the same you have camo or pink? Is that the fourth one? No, I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. What, what colours are they? What shrink in the wash? You so, have to tell us what colours. So there's one that's white with red trim. There's one with yeah, blue. No, no. There's one that's red. And there's one that's black. Oh, you got the red one. Yeah. So Basically, all the jerseys I could possibly get. So I when you them. bought all these, you thought, God, Odell's never going to leave the Giants. I basically Why would still they trade sleep, away a talent like I, that? I still sleep in them. Like, I still wear them to bed every single night, except for the past week. <clears throat> it's okay, buddy. Just take a break if you need it. So it's it. been a really difficult week for Giants fans. What does everybody think of the, the trade value, though? Because I think the Browns got an absolute steal. Absolutely. But, I mean, I'm excited for the Browns. They're going to be super exciting this year. Mm. I'm more excited. And when I say excited, like, I'll just think about it and start air humping. That's how excited I am. Air humping? That's yeah, pretty just, excited. I just... And you're a big like guy, more. so that's quite an aggressive like thrust forward. Like I've seen yeah. you the, the lady in the supermarket. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's the kind of thing you do. That's it. Knock yeah. over the avocado um, stand. But obviously, the Giants have hurt my feelings in the past, both physically and mentally. Is that because they beat the Patriots in two Super Bowls? Yeah. One oh, okay. One number sixteen no season. I just wanted to confirm um, what what it was. So, but what we didn't trade Eli Manning though. Um, I know that I'm sad about it, but I would, you know. So if we ever get there, you're still in trouble, buddy. Well, Gettleman came yeah. out today and said that the 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 rumors that or not the rumors, the talk that Eli Manning should be cut and isn't good anymore is a crock. It's a crock. Mm. Not like those weird sandals that people wear when no, they've no, given up like, on life, but like an actual a crock, a crock of shit. Of shit. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's still got it. Apparently. Yeah. Well, so last year, like there was two passes of over forty yards for the Giants, and you'd think, well, it must have been Eli Manning. Actually, it was Odell Beckham. I think that's why the Browns stores. traded for him because his amazing passer rating. Yeah, that also includes catch and run. He couldn't get anyone forty yards. Couldn't get anyone forty yards. Yeah. So I understand why everyone really wants to go giant bashing right now, but oh. I'm pretty fragile. Um, and I'm ready to snap. I'm the good thing is that, <laughs> that you're going to like a running offense behind Barkley. And I guess, you know, trading for a guard like Kevin Zeitler who can't fucking run block and he's known for his pass protection, that's really going to help with that strategy of, you know, running the ball all the time. And also, the last thing you want in a running offense is a burner to keep the defense honest. You want that box loaded so he can prove himself. Yeah, you want to be like, you know what? I, they can put 11 in the box because we don't have any receivers who can play. Do you know what the worst part of this whole thing is? Is that I actually feel defenseless. 
You yeah. are defenseless. Because Landon Collins first, so I'm actually defenseless. This is straight and up now OBJ, bullying. so I have no offense. This is straight up bullying what we're doing right now, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Kids, you shouldn't bully unless no, it's you shouldn't. About but Beckham Jr. it does. It does leave in the picture. The Giants get Ooh. their number six pick of the draft and the number seventeenth pick, which is the Browns pick. It's huge man. Um, so hopefully, so when for they the take future Giant fans, when they take a receiver with pick seventeen, how happy are you going to be? I can't wait for mediocrity. It's going to be amazing. Mm. Either way, Browns are going to be very fun. Browns, I'm, I think that I'm actually going to go for the Browns because more of my players are actually playing over there now. So. Yeah. Giants are going to—they're in a rebuild, you know—but they don't cut their. They could have. So not only could have they saved money cutting Eli Manning, seventeen million dollars, they allowed him to pick up his roster bonus of eight million. Yeah, eight million dollar roster bonus. So they're just making good decisions all this around. This is crazy. This is like Jerry Jones type stuff. I can't. The Giants. Well, when the Giants were beating the Patriots in Super Bowls, they looked like. Unbeatable, and it's because Coughlin's left. At the end of the day, apparently they fell to shit after Coughlin left. Yeah, and, and the, apparently the rumors are that it's come from ownership that Eli Manning's untouchable. Whether yeah. they, th- it's just that he's our guy. You don't get rid of him until he's ready to go. So he's of course he's now the highest earned player in the NFL ever. He just he will overtake his brother this year at almost two hundred and seventy million he's earned over his career. Eli Manning is a good player and has been a good player, but he does not deserve that. He does not deserve to earn more money than Peyton Manning. He would be a really nice backup somewhere, but he doesn't right now, deserve to yep. be starting. No, or he should just retire. It's over. I think this will be his last year and he'll be done and then we will pick up someone young in the draft, fingers crossed, and then he will So you're saying they won't take a quarterback in this year's draft? I think they will, but I think it'll be at pick 17. They'll pick one of the third or fourth ranked QBs, unfortunately. Um, so... That's just what the Giants do. We don't tend to be able to make any big picks appropriately. So, unfortunately, that's what I see. It's, it's how it's going to happen. Do you and know what? I a defensive play at you number know what six. would have been really great right now? If they'd actually taken a quarterback last year instead of Saquon Barkley, then they could have been blooding in a young quarterback. This all would have made a little bit more sense. Would OBJ still be there? Would Landon Collins still be there, maybe? No, Landon Collins wouldn't. No, nah, he wanted to. He, he wanted to go. Yeah. yeah. So, look, either way, Giants fans have a couple of years before he probably should turn on the TV again. Mm. Um, so go for the AAF The Birmingham Steel Iron Birmingham Iron <laughs> So I'm the worst fan. I'm the worst fan ever um, <laughs> Trouble <laughs> They seem to be doing really well this year So go the Iron yeah. I don't know well, It seems like you two Actually aren't that into football Because I was listening Just before the show started And My name is Green Dragon I rolled a 15 <laughs> I touch you with my broadsword. So apparently, you guys are more into you like Dungeons and Dragons. Well, we were role playing beforehand because mm. I know that Jules loves a little bit of role play. So I was just trying to throw some role play at him. Well, that was um, just the small stuff I found. Um, I've got about twenty minutes more to listen to later tonight, <laughs> just to find up some <laughs> other stuff. And I will tell everyone it was some good conversation in the studio this after uh, tonight. So looking yeah, forward to just we breaking are this. Very out. mature adults. I wouldn't use that as a word. You're adults, yes, due to your age. Look, I feel like maybe we're wasting our junk time before the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually feel like we've started yet. Well, I think we should yeah. make a rule that we walk in and none of us talk and we just start recording. Well, we're not going to be allowed to if you've got to keep using podcast. all of our gold that we just chat amongst ourselves. We start. Remember, something that's not recorded is lost. Careful I'm worried about short. Jules' broadsword though, I'm concerned. It's quite broad. <laughs> no, it's And not. I regularly roll 15s. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know the rules way too much. All right. Next, uh, speaking of kicking, which we weren't, Kareem Hunt suspended eight games for the incident in the hotel. I got I'm starting with this, okay? Hit me. No, no, kick you. Kick you. <laughs> kick me. Ezekiel Elliott gets in trouble, right? Such a homer. He 
No, no, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got one that's going to make you feel better as well, Jules. He gets accused of something, found not guilty by police. Charges are dropped because the woman was a liar. There's no, no film. The woman was into it. She's like, I didn't care. I <laughs> well, love that shit. Whatever, whatever they did. Charges are dropped. Six games for being presumably innocent. Now, I don't. I'm not saying he shouldn't have got six games. Should That's we clarify? If you're going to keep calling Hunt a kicker, what did Ezekiel do? He pulled down a girl's top at a parade. That was one of the incidences. Yeah. He was accused of sexual assault, which was then found. But wasn't the pulling down the top the sexual assault incident? No, that was another incident. So he, he so he's a dog. He deserved to be six games, 100. percent I'm not arguing that yeah. at all. Tom Brady a, apparently deflates fo- some footballs and or, loses sorry, his phone. Apparently he, oh, orders footballs to be deflated, destroys his phone, and gets his jewels getting upset and, and, and gets four thoroughly. games, four and games, and then. After they fully inflate them, mm. wins the fucking Super Bowl. You fucking clowns. Stick it up your ass. Goodell, is that who you're talking about? You don't like Goodell, do you? I don't like any of you. You all fucking suck. I was so happy before thinking about Beckham. Now you made me all upset. <laughs> well, think again of Brady <laughs> kissing his son and that'll relax you real yeah, quick. No, don't let him uh, think of that. It'll relax him way too, too much. much. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I actually so think... So four games and then Kareem Hunt gets eight games for eight. video footage of him. Now look, he didn't kick her super hard, but... I'd love to know how he, what would happen if he'd got free of all those people holding him back. So should the NFL bring in a kicko meter? So yeah. depending on how hard you kick, is there a suspension rule? Yeah, but in saying Either that way, though, it's it actually, a fucking the joke. reports were saying that it was two separate breaches of the player conduct that actually mm. got him eight games instead of six. So I don't know what the second breach was. Um, he only kicked it once. Saying the N word, he said that a lot. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come he on. did. He Family did. Family friendly. He did but say it a lot. He's not going to New Orleans. No, but basically there no. was two breaches. I don't know what the other breach was, but that's why he got eight instead of six. And still, let's so go. He well, could have got six. What a fucking. He could break. have only got six. He should have got a season. He 100%. should have. He's, the the, the NFL need to change yeah. their approach to domestic violence and violence against women specifically. But they've tried to make it better. They've, it's a minimum six week suspension for that's, minor cases. That's that's, what, that's why Elliot though. got six weeks, which was fair enough. But then, so how does that... That's not minor, in my mind. But no, you can't, not at all. You can't half make love to a goat. Either you're making love to a goat or you're not. If It doesn't matter. Like, if he takes a swing on a girl... So and just the doesn't, doesn't fully count. connect. Exactly. Yeah. And doesn't fully connect. That, does, that doesn't make him a better bloke because he's Intent. shit at punching people. Exactly right. Yeah. Intent should count. And yeah, they, just, need, to, they he, need to squish out violence against women completely because the only way you can get through to these young supreme elite athletes is hit them as hard as you can with the book. Yeah, no grey area. Give them an entire season. Shit house. Straight away. And you know what? They're going to lose all their money. They're not guaranteed money for being an absolute dog. So pull your head in and actually start being serious against this because it's a pandemic in, across the entire world. Oh, sorry, world but really. I don't think I've ever been that angry at a woman that I need to be held back. And I would say 95% of men are the same. You'd hope. The fact that you have to get held... That's an issue in its own mind. Then to get free and kicker like it's just, it's a bad fucking look and this is and even worse but the team should also be penalised like the Browns going and picking him up for a steal yeah. and then having him for the second half of next season with a fully loaded team and he's fresh they should have some kind of penalty as well like yeah. they don't have to pay him for those they should games. give back OBJ <laughs> no they, he should stay there maybe they should give back OBJ I should give back OBJ I agree but no, I actually agree though that I think that them sign having a, they have had an amazing off season of free agent signings and trades so they've done very well on that front yeah. mm. but it kind of ruins the brand it ruins the Absolutely. awesome fairy tale of the Browns because they went and picked up this guy who has been done for violence against women against the player conduct rule 
and they're going to try to celebrate that come round nine. It doesn't sit well with me. The no. rest of their trades, yeah, because isn't, isn't there, there's a really well. female appreciation week? Is there in the NFL or something like that? I hope it's not week Pink nine. Week. Yeah, I hope it's not week nine. So how do you? How does he stand on the sideline? <laughs> what did you say? No, no, I was laughing at him because he said, "I hope it's not week nine. That's the week." Imagine that he comes back. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, no, I think the I, pink jersey with the pink towel. Oh, the way at the I end of the day, absolutely. I think it's more a crock than Gettleman's comment about Eli. Yeah, and at the end of the day, uh, at least he's not as big a piece of shit as fucking Tyreek Hill. That is actually because that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, he just or did Joe Mixon instead. Yeah, he or deserves to die. Joe Mixon is not as bad as Tyreek Hill. Joe Mixon had a terrible reaction to an incident, and what he did was really wrong. And he is a piece of shit because he punched a woman, but. Tyreek Hills was thought out and malicious. He assaulted his pregnant yeah, girlfriend, punched her in the stomach, locked her in a room and was telling her he was going to kill her if she came out. That's that. Like, I can understand getting really angry at a bar and throwing a punch. I can understand like, I can understand the mentality of it. He's not, oh, I'm going to walk in this bar and go punch that girl. Yeah. Now it's wrong and he should pay for that forever. But Tyreek Hill Tyreek is a thousand cr- times and he I is guess a fucking people, malicious And I think piece of people shit. that have listened to this podcast for the past, say, two years since Tyreek Hill's been in the league yep. have probably listened to J.A. actually. I hate him. Every time this man's brought up, J.A., he reacts just like this. And when he gets his and big fucking reason. contract, I'm going to hate it as well. Exactly And right. every time he does something on Twitter, I comment, you're a piece of shit. And I, may, I actually do that. I don't yeah. do that. And he's never responded. And look, and look <laughs> I guess we can just sum it up going, we actually think the punishment isn't Severe enough, no. and the NFL need to change their policy. Full season. That, that was yep. what, that's what that, that incident needed to be. Yep, and it's, until it stops being a boys' club, I don't see that happening. No. But hopefully, it will progress further in that way. Um, either way, I think he's going to come into week nine fresh, and he's going to make a large impact on that offense because you know they've got a, a stacked team. They're going to have two running backs in the backfield that are probably going to be somewhat beaten up by then, and he's going to be easily just take over that mantle when he walks so, in. So, do you think if he was anywhere else than the Browns that this suspension would be any different like no no the Browns are America's darling no, at the moment no. everyone's on board with them it's, it's directed think, from the NFL yeah exactly but the NFL want the Browns to be good. only if he was at the Patriots would have he got more like, that's the only way no, nah, but then somehow that tape would have been thrown in a fireplace and it would have been ignored yeah his phone would have got deleted and... well here's the thing the Patriots learned a long time ago not to videotape things and except that's for, when we stopped. Except for, Robert, can't except, get into trouble. except for Robert Kraft walking <laughs> into a fucking <laughs> rub and tug. Well, <laughs> that was recorded. <laughs> that wasn't our video. Old Fap Town. <laughs> <laughs> What's Fap Town in Chinese writing? I think it was the name of that dry cleaner. <laughs> All right, let's move on. A yes. uh, bit, bit of nice stuff to finish up on. Center uh, Max Unger and defensive tackle Haloti Nada both announced their retirement this week. Uh, Max Unger was an all-pro for the Seattle Seahawks, won a Super Bowl with the Seattle Seahawks, has been at the uh, Saints for the last four years, so should have played in a Super Bowl at least one time uh, if the refs didn't fuck him. Uh, but he's been a really good stalwart at center. Haloti Nada, known for his days at the Ravens, and he played at you know, top flight, won a Super Bowl there as well, been a three-time all-pro, absolute superstars of the game. Um, good luck to them in their future. I think Max Max Unger's been banged up the last couple of years, so the injuries have just got too much. Um, and Holly is just, just an older guy now, so they've they've both yep. decided. And they've the both been Titans in their respective positions. 100%. You know, um, Ignato's a, a center. Yep. And no, he's um, a D tackle. Oh, sorry, sorry, that was the way around. So D tackle, yep. nose tackle, facing against the center, which yep. is Max Unger. 
Uh, they'll probably face each other multiple times. But if anyone knows about offensive, defensive linemen, they spend a lot of years hitting the bloke in front of them with their heads. And so it, it does take a toll on your body, on your brain. Um, and so the fact that they're at the end of their career, they've been able to retire like by their own choice. Yep. I think that's you know it's quite a good thing to for an achievement for them guys. Haloni Nada's retirement picture was him at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro holding a sign saying um, something about the Browns being good now, so I'm out. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. That is good. Yeah, no, good on him. All right, that's it for the news. Let's get to... Free, we're going to do a free agency review. We're going to go team by team. Look, some teams have got nothing. Some teams have got a bit. We'll go through. We'll talk about the big names. Um, we're going to go alphabetical order, which means we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. They signed uh, offensive tackle Marcus Gilbert. Sorry, they traded for him from the Steelers, which was a good trade. They signed Jordan Hicks, the linebacker, Brett Hundley, the quarterback, Terrell Suggs, the outside linebacker, J.R. Sweezy, the guard, and Kevin White, the wide receiver. Um, for me, the big one there is Terrell Suggs. I think he's done, but getting him on a one-term deal, he played at Arizona State University, so he's kind of going back home. Um, I don't think it's a terrible signing. He might, worst case scenario, he gives some good coaching and you know yeah. good locker room guy for a few for a few young guys. Yeah, because he's always been known as a top bloke. Can't yeah, say that awesome. any badly. Never, never cheap shot at anyone. <laughs> That's what I like about him. And the, the, the thing about Arizona College is that it's the party school. That's why Gronk went there. So and Gronk turned into badly. a pretty good player. <laughs> yeah. What I actually what I like about these is actually I like Kevin White. I think Kevin White he's traded. He was a high draft pick over to the Chicago Bears a couple of years ago and broke his leg in preseason. Mm. Never really came back from that. So I'm hoping he gets a new start. Hopefully they have a new QB and they'll be able to actually maybe build a relationship. I think Don't it's a good. Don't be mean to Josh Rosen. He does not deserve. Well, maybe he's the QB I'm talking about. Well, he wouldn't be new then, would he? No. Yeah. So he's not the quarterback. Well, so backtrack on me now, buddy. Hopefully he's new compared to last year. Yes. He's new and improved. With some uh, bit of an O-line in front of him and well, David Johnson healthy, he might actually have half a chance. Marcus Gilbert's a solid tackle from the Steelers. He's a good tackle. And then J.R. Sweezy is a good guard. So there's two instant improvements they've already made. Now, I'm not saying they're all pros. But and they have the number one overall pick. Yep. You don't know who knows what they're going to do. I reckon they'll get some trade offers. So Hopefully. we'll see how they work out. Uh, let's move on. Atlanta Falcons. They signed Kenyon Barner, the running back. Jamon Brown, the guard, James Carpenter, the guard, and Grady Jarrett, of course, was put on the franchise tag, which we discussed earlier um, in the preseason. Nothing big here. Signing two no. guards, they have they already have like pretty good guards there, but they both got injured last year, so I think they're doing it as a bit of an insurance um, there. And but in saying that, they've always been a, two, a they've been a two-pronged running back system mm. between D'Angelo Williams and Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, we'll talk about later, is no longer there. And Kenyon Barner, do you think that he can... No. Cover that? Absolutely not. So their offense, their offense, which has been high-powered over the past few years, now just loses quite a significant amount of their um, potency. They've got to get... can do it all if he stays healthy. Yes, that's And that's probably key. why they're shoring up their offensive line so that he doesn't have to do as much work. Doesn't get banged up as much. That's right. Yep, absolutely. Baltimore Ravens, they signed cornerback Justin Bethel. He's a slot corner. Nick Boyle, the tight end, re-signed. They signed Mark Ingram, the running back, and they also signed Earl Thomas at safety. Earl Thomas and Mark Ingram, they are just Baltimore Ravens signings. Like, yeah. Earl Thomas got a bit of money, you know, four years, $55 million, $32 million guaranteed. It's probably the first two two years guaranteed there. It's not a massive investment. And then you got Mark Ingram for three years, $15 million. Like, I think Mark Ingram is a great signing. There. I think he is going to be outstanding for them. And if you've got him in your yeah. fantasy team, enjoy it. I think he's going to be really churchy. good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron Collins good. is... Aaron Collins. Jamie Collins? 
Collins. Collins, the running Collins, back? Collins, yeah. yeah. Alex Collins. Alex Collins. He's, sorry. he's left. He left. So that yeah. leaves a big gaping hole there yep. in their backfield. And I think he's going to fit that perfectly. Um, he actually came out in the media and said that he was a thousand times excited about the Baltimore Ravens offense because of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and it's going to be a running offense and it's going to be all defense. They're going to survive. They're going to let only let up two touchdowns a game and win by a field goal. That's going to be their whole game and that's why they need Ingram to be a banger. Yep. And yep. Ingram's still quite young and he yep, was playing really well until he got injured. He's very good. Suspended, very good play. Um, at the Saints. So I think that's a really good sign. And you think they let Eric Weddle go and replace him with El Thomas. It's a, it's almost like when they signed Weddle three years ago. It's almost like that. Like if they get... And they got success out of that because Weddle went to three Pro Bowls. So he played well. I can see them just getting that again out of El Thomas. Absolutely. And, and Bethel's, it's a great Bethel's signing. not... A Bethel's a good slot, he's corner. A good slot he, corner. He's struggled last year, but he's still good. Like adding he's, adding he's two solid. pieces to you know put them in their defense. Their defense was already pretty solid last year. Very yep. solid. Yeah. Number one. So yeah. So I think that GI that's just adding one. extra pieces. I think they're going to be very good. The yep. Ravens. Agreed. Uh, let's get to the Buffalo Bills. They made a bunch of signings. High high money signings. They signed Cole Beasley, the wide receiver. Uh, John Brown, the wide receiver. Frank Gore at running back. Kevin Johnson, ex first round pick at corner. Uh, Tyler Croft at tight end, Mitch Morse at centre, Ty Neschke, the O-tackle, Jordan Phillips, the D-tackle, and Andre Roberts, who's a wide receiver, but he's a kick returner. Um, the big one here, Mitch Morse, the centre, who's been with the Chiefs the last couple of years, last few years, four years, $44.5 million, guaranteed. That's the most money for a centre in the league. That's huge. Massive overpay, but that's what you're doing for agency to get these guys, especially, especially if you're in Buffalo. Well, who else are the, who else so, are the Bills going to sign? They didn't get any of their targets that they probably were looking for. Yeah. No, because no one wants to play there. Well, and and these are, these guys' career are now over. That's these right. are, the these are nice additions. Cole Beasley's yeah. a good slot receiver. It's an upgrade from whatever they had last year. And then you've got John Brown, There's who's a, a burner. burner. You mix him, you've got Zay Jones there. Robert Foster was pretty good for them last year. It's not perfect, but at least they're trying to do something for Josh Allen. That's what I'm liking. Well, Josh it. Allen was actually rather impressive last he year. He made some good plays. He made some good plays with nothing around him at all. Yeah, mostly with his legs, though. Yeah, because, because, he, had because he had nothing And they've still got Shady McCoy. So he, they haven't apparent, got rid of him. Apparently, they're no. going to keep him. They're going to use him with Frank Gore, which I don't mind. That's Frank not bad. basically free. What is it, $2 million? Yeah, yeah. And, and then they got Tyler Croft, the tight end, who's been you know back up at the Bengals and you know rumours that he's pretty good. So, you know, much similar to the Bears signing um, the Super Bowl hero last year, tight end, Burton. Ah, Trey Burton. Trey Burton, yeah. Was that, was that him? Yeah, I think so. Are you a Super Bowl? The tight end. He threw the Philly special in the, the Sorry, touchdown. Sorry, I don't recall that Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Philly special. Yeah, so look... They're trying at least. They're trying to do something. That's the main thing. Uh, and I actually think that anything that's going to improve football in Buffalo is actually good for the league. What's the point of having 120, 30 million in cap like the Colts? That's exactly like, right. Like, what's the point? Like, get players. You may as well spend it. The Patriots need those warm-up games every year before the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. You can't have them getting good. Mate, there is nothing wrong with True. Buffalo. True. No, yeah. There is everything wrong with Buffalo. Warm. Nothing warm in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, warm, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there is something wrong. But no, I actually think that they've actually put a few pieces together, which is going to be good. It gives Josh Allen a few actual targets, and then they can go into the draft and get a couple more weapons. Yep, they've got early picks as well. So uh, Carolina Panthers next. Only two signings, but two pretty good ones. Matt, Matt Paredes, I think he, he was definitely the best center in free agency coming off a torn ACL. So that's you know an issue. We'll have to see how he re- responds. And then Darrell Williams, who was their offensive tackle last year, 
the year before, he was a second-team All-Pro, so really good. Did his knee in the first game last year, missed the whole season. They're bringing him in on a one-year, $7 million deal. So I like that. Bring a guy back, give him a chance. He's got a lot of ability. I'm surprised he didn't get, like Trent Brown, which we'll get to, got that big contract. And, you know, Jawan James, I'm surprised he didn't get that offer thrown at him. I guess teams are just so scared of injuries. The injury, they're coming back from a knee. And that position, there's so many, like, obviously below the knee hits when it comes to rolls and cuts and things like that. And pulling centers. Running backs getting tackled in the back of you. You know, if you're a pulling center, that safety's coming up and they're going to take you at your knees because they're not going to take your head on. And you guys are both not because you're both pulling centers. We're both pulling centers. Um, I don't think I've ever pulled center. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing you pulled is your calf. <laughs> yeah. Old man injury. That's it. Uh, but yeah, but they signed two guys with injury issues. They got them pretty cheap. We'll see how it works out for them. They need to improve that offensive line. So don't hate the signings. Chicago Bears, they replaced Amos leaving in free agency. They signed Ha Ha Clinton Dix to one year, three and a half million dollar deal. Surprised no one else wanted him for more. Running back Mike Davis, Cadarrell Patterson, wide receiver. And Buster Screen, they gave three years, $16 million, which was a little bit rich for him. But... He's not a great corner. He's a slot corner. He's okay, but a bit too much money. The big one there is ha-ha Clinton Dick. So I think you lose Adrian Amos, he goes to the Packers, and you just replace him straight away with, with you know, the a ex-Packer. Guy. Yeah, on a one-year or ex-Redskin, then Packer. Yeah, true. So, the, I love the Cordero Patterson signing because it's another class example. Of, oh, someone was good at the Patriots. They must be good now. We'll sign them. Well, what, what, what role does he play there? Because Tariq Cohen plays that gadget role. So I don't know, does, does Carroll Patterson have a role on offense? If he's a, he as a be, kick returner, whatever. But You can use him. The Patriots did the same thing. They yes, used him as that the end Patriots. around. They, they used him as a kick returner. Exactly. They used him. Which a tall gadget design, guy is just as good as a short gadget guy. You have to have the plays. They, were, they had him starting at running back. You have to have all those plays in play. And what always happens is... The Patriots get some guy, they put all these gadget plays in, everyone thinks he's awesome, he goes to a team that don't design those plays for him, and he just disappears. I think it's a waste of a player. Yeah. I think he's a very good talent, actually. He well, just he hasn't is. really he's found his name. I think he was a top-ten pick. So. Oh, he's outstanding hmm. ability, but just he just can't run around. I have So we had an import that came out a few years ago that went to Tennessee University and played with Kadaryl Patterson. And I'm not going to name any names, but he said his issue might be that he's kind of dense when it comes to playbook he's yeah. not he's not the brightest well, guy on the field. yeah he's not the brightest guy in the playbook room if that makes sense so he's a dumbass uh so yeah, look, intelligence i got sick of sugarcoating a few guys yeah <laughs> no, we got it man <laughs> good good i don't uh, understand the cincinnati Bengals, as our good friend richie yeah. garraway likes to call them uh they re-signed preston brown the linebacker they re-signed tyler eifert they re-signed bobby hart they signed john miller to a three-year deal they re-signed tight end cj usama and they also signed B.W. Webb, who's a very average corner. Um, I don't mind bringing Preston Brown back. What's the? What are you doing with Tyler Eifert? I don't understand. Bobby Hart is fucking terrible. He's one of the worst tackles in the NFL. I don't know why you'd bring him back. They're Didn't the Giants send him over? Uh, no, that? no, no, no. That was Flowers. No, no, I thought we had also the Jeb Bobby Hart, Bobby Hart as well that we said. I thought he's always been in Cincy. Either way, he's not no, very good. Not very good. John Miller's an average guard. Then they're now talking about starting. Like the the Bengals are just not making good moves from from their head coach signing to their Fred signing. It's it's looking very dank. The Bengals Cincinnati. are going to be the uh, new Browns for sure. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. I reckon they're the worst te- team in the league. Remember, they were that. They were the Browns before Carson Palmer got there. Yeah, Carson Palmer, and to his. To his credit, Marvin Lewis actually turned them around. Chad Johnson was there. TJ Hushmanzada. They had some really good players. 
Um, you just know. listen to the Hard Knocks version. Exactly. So they were that he turned them around, and I can see them just going straight back to it. And they just got rid of Perfect this um, afternoon as well. Yeah, they cut Vontae's Perfect, him. which I think that's because he's they a, needed to do it because he's, he's a, a flog. Yeah. Someone will sign him. Maybe the Cowboys, which will be that's it's, it's a Cowboys move to sign Vontae's Perfect now. Cool. No. Yeah, he's they don't need him. Though. They don't. No, him. I don't think they need him. But they don't need they, what they need right now is a prayer or three. A what? They need to pray for a miracle. Who? The Bengals. I was going to say the Cowboys. To Jesus. To Jeepers. Jeepers. Yeah, they do. All right. Let's Cleveland Browns. Um, they got Odell Beckham Jr. and Olivia Vernon from trade, which we won't go into because we already went into it. Sorry, DJ. <laughs> they got Demetrius Harris, the tight end. <laughs> but they do Sheldon. lose Jabril Peppers. Oh, yeah. Massive loss. You know, Kevin Zeitler was a bigger loss than Jabril Peppers. Um, Demetrius Harris, the tight end. Sheldon Richardson, the D-tackle. Greg Robinson, they re-signed the O-tackle, um, which was the third pick in the draft a few years ago. It looked like he's starting to come around last year. Um, love the Sheldon Richardson signing. So you bring in Olivia Vernon, he's going to start end opposite Garrett. And then you've got Sheldon Richardson's going to come and play D-tackle next to Oben, oh, I can't say his name, Oben Yui or however you say his name, who had a really good year at the other D-tackle spot. That That's a good front. I was going to yeah. say that yeah. they and apart at from what we mentioned before, you won't mention his name again. Apart from that one signing, I don't see they've made any bad moves this offseason. No. They haven't done anything to actually decrease the potency of the offense or defense. No, it's going to be even with that she signed. And at the end of the day, it does make them stronger. Yeah, it only makes sense. They're all going to hell. Yeah, you and as you said, you I think you said it last week, Jules. If you've got morals, you're not going to survive in the NFL very long. Damn straight. They're just trying to find, and they're going to get him. But the Browns. If the Browns don't win that division next year, there's something fucking wrong with them. Well, that's it. it all of the Browns fans out there, though, can they still screw the bet? Can they still shit the bet? Yes. Yeah. It's the Browns. They can, I think Baker's changed them. He has, but... He plays they've also You've got to remember, like, Kitchens is a brand new head coach. He's never done this before. There's every chance he just stuffs Sucks. it up. Yeah. But I think... The, they can't. The difference they've with taken, the Browns... They've taken my heart and soul. They better freaking do something with it. The Browns oh, have always... broken it so far. The Browns have always... You've always said, oh, look how talented their roster is. The one thing that's always been missing is... The QB. They've had no quarter... They've had terrible, terrible quarterback play and for terrible, years. terrible, terrible coaching. Yes. So, I think, th- I, th- I think you can survive... Like, we know that Kitchens is going to be able to get something out of Baker Mayfield because he did it last year. Yep. So, you th- think he's going to be able to do it again. If you assume that... They're going to be able to put up points. I'm, I'm very excited and to actually see the Browns. They're loaded on defense. They're loaded. So, all right. Next team, uh, greatest team in the NFL, Dallas Cowboys. They re-signed Tavon Austin, re-signed Cameron Fleming. They tagged Demarcus Lawrence for the second year in a row, which we talked about. And they've re-signed Jason Witten, who's come out of retirement. Not a lot of moves there. No. Nah. I'm not even like Tavon Austin coming back. I don't mind it. He's a good. He can. It's not much money, and he can play running back and receiver and return. Who cares? It's just a gadget guy. Yeah, um, yep. you guys I basically have said that yesterday you had a good last year. Sorry, you had a good formula. You're going to keep it, and you might add a bit of talent. Yeah. I don't when it comes li- to the draft. Don't get me wrong. I don't like what the Cowboys are doing. I don't. I think going in with the exact same team, adding Jason Witten's probably not the right move. Um, you know, I think they should re-sign Demarcus Lawrence to a long-term deal because it's fucking stupid. Yep. He's pissed off now and doesn't want to play. Yeah. Why would you? Teams don't have got to learn. Pay mm-hmm. the good players. The cap is high enough now that. Paying a guy $22 million a year isn't going to fuck you if he's a good player. It's only going to hurt you if he's shit. And I think Lawrence has done enough to prove I think he'll be pretty good. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I, don't, I don't like what they're doing, but we'll move on. They also did, which I didn't mention, um, they put the fifth-year option on 
cornerback who's ne- Byron Jones, who played really well last year, was a pro bowler, actually an all pro last year. So they've got the fifth year option, so they have got him back as well. So and you got rid of Swain. Yeah, Swain, Swain side with someone. What are we going to do without a slow tight end? Oh, we got Witten. We were talking about how he's a good rookie and he's like he's in a couple of years in now. Oh, no, no, really no, well. no, no. That's that's the other guy. Oh, um, his name I keep forgetting. Not Swain. The other guy is um, <laughs> I keep forgetting his name all the time. He's the, the other tight end. He's only in his second year. Uh, so yeah. Oh, okay. So Swain, Swain's right. Swain's played four years there. He's had a chance. He was never great. Yeah, Jarwin. Yeah, Blake Jarwin's not bad. Ah, uh, yep. Okay. Uh, Denver Broncos, they signed Bryce Callahan. They obviously traded for Joe Flacco. Black- re-signed Ooh. Trevor Hureman, the tight end. They signed Kareem Jackson, the cornerback, to a pretty big deal. And Jawan James, the offensive tackle, to make him the highest paid right tackle in the history of the NFL. Did you hear John Elway? Yeah. What, John no, Elway what talking about Joe Flacco. Oh, he's a fucking moron. That luckily this one's we- for John. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for John. <laughs> Lucky we picked Flacco up in his prime. He's they were saying that he's still in his prime. Flacco's I, in his prime. I hope John Elway listens to this. You're a fuckstick. He's, a, he's an idiot. He's Flacco just trying isn't... to do what he did with Benny. He's just hoping the defense can be good again and then Flacco can just get them down um, the field. I have one word for you, which I think sums up John Elway and his ability to read people, specifically quarterbacks. Osweiler. Oh, I thought it was going to be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he saw he, he picked up Osweiler's gigantic no, contract. He yeah. just he just sees a quarterback and goes, Oh, wee! And just wants him. That's pretty yeah, much that? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, the Jawan James one, he, he's a good tackle and they get paid a lot of money. He's, he's a starting tackle, so... It's not an awful signing. It's just so much money that tackles get. And I actually really like the Kareem Jackson signing. I think he's coming off a really good year, plays cornerback and safety, so can do anything a D-back needs to do. Um, really good signing there. I, I don't mind them at all. They never really have a good secondary. Yeah. Like they're well, back, they get, they've got Chris Harris four, still. Exactly right. Their back four are actually really solid. Yep. So if nothing else, they're going to be able to play pass coverage. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they and they can pass rush. Yeah, exactly right. With Roby so, and, and our man Adam Gotsis and Von Miller. So exactly right. Uh, Detroit Lions or uh, Patriots two, as I like to call them. They signed Danny Amendola. Patriots Amand- rejects. Yes, Patriots rejects. They signed Danny Amendola, the wide receiver. Justin Coleman, who was an ex-Patriot, that people don't realize before he went yep. to Seattle. Trey Flowers and Jesse James, the tight end. Jesse James, obviously, next Steeler. Trey Flowers, sixteen million dollars per season. I don't. Again, I think you pay. You should pay good players. Patriots don't do that. That's their, not their motto. But I don't mind them signing Trey Flowers. I, I love it. Take I a think these are it. all good players. It's just unfortunate they're going to be playing for the Detroit Lions and they're just yeah. going to disappear. Yes, and Matt Patricia's a rapist, so I don't care what he does. A good. I actually think that they're decent. They're decent players, but they're kind of mid-range apart from Trey Flowers. I don't think the rest of them are amazing players. Um, How does Danny Amendola keep getting fucking paid? Exactly. Explain right. it to me. Because he played well on the Super Bowl a few years ago. Two playoff runs. He played really well. He is dreamy. And I'll give you that. If yeah, but if you like maybe the best people, look, maybe him and Jimmy Garoppolo would you know fighting out for the best. If you stretched him out, he'd look like Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Like yeah, hanging upside right. down by his oh. feet. And get him to hold on to bowling balls. And then in about three months' time, he might be as tall as Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> You're an idiot, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably already tried it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure he's tried it. And you can actually do that to help um, stretch other things as well. Really? Um, the Green Bay Packers. They Never s- need it. <laughs> <laughs> you might have the other week and you got damage. Um, <laughs> Green Bay Packers, <laughs> they went and made some splash signings for the first time ever. They signed safety Adrian Amos, the ex-bear. 
Mercedes Lewis are tight end, not, not nothing major. Right. But they signed edge rushers Preston Smith and Zadaria Smith, who were not related, just so everyone knows. Um, and they also signed Billy Turner, the offensive lineman. He's a guard. Um, but they've obviously recognized their issue last year was pass rush, and they've said who were the best two pass rushers in the free agency that aren't Justin Houston, and they went and got him. Um, who, hard to argue with him. Who's Rogers going to throw it to? Uh, Adrian Amos, safety. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's there's what speculation Jordy Nelson's going to come back. But that isn't... They do have Devonta Adams. They do have Devonta Adams. Yeah, one player. They have Jimmy Graham still, who has struggled. I, I'm not saying he's... But he's still a... Jimmy Graham's still got talent. Um, they've got, if Rogers they've got a draft up, he can make anyone a superstar. Like, yeah. Look at Randall Cobb. Like, but imagine giving him someone like a superstar to go opposite Adams. That would be like... Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, I would have been happy, not happy. They could, they could have, could have easily, happy, they could have easily made that trade because it was such a shit trade. <laughs> it was so easy to make. All you needed was a mid-level first-round pick, which they've got, and yeah. like a crappy safety, which I'm sure they could have found on their roster. They have plenty. <laughs> this just breaks me. <laughs> this is great. This is great. But no, so I actually think that as much as you're right, they have addressed their part of their defensive issue I just think that there's a humongous gap in the offense that and like they should be using Aaron Rodgers in his prime like prime he's probably getting to the end of his prime really no he's, or if Joe Flacco's in his prime oh, then Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers he's got like 15 yeah. years of prime well I think Aaron Rodgers is oh, for my person, I think he's the best quarterback in the league yeah. um, and they just need to give him weapons he was on one leg last year and he was still Literally. able to utilize one receiver the entire we'll year see, there's, there's still some guys in the free agency like this is Green Bay's move I'm surprised they signed Three kind of big name dudes. So, but also like Mark 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 McCarthy was a liability for Rogers. Like yes. Rogers, you saw whenever the Packers were successful, it's when they were in hurry up, and Rogers was calling the play. He could do what he wants. And That's Matt right. Lafleur, their new head coach, once shook hands with um, Sean McVay. So that's true, actually. That's probably he's why he's got he the magic. Cool juice. That's true. Well, I'm actually excited for um, Rogers. He's on my dynasty team. Okay, Houston Texans. They signed Breen Body Calhoun. How good is that name? Seriously. Wow. Sounds like a type of barbecue sauce. (laughs) Sounds delicious. (laughs) They uh, tagged David Clowney. They signed tight end Darren Fells. Signed safety to Sean Gibson and cornerback Bradley Roby. Bradley Roby, ex-Denver Bronco. I love that signing. They lost Tyrone Matthew and... Kareem Jackson so they had to replace him Sean Gibson's been good not great over the years so I don't mind the fit I don't think he's going to be as good as Matthew was but it's still solid and then Bradley Roby a one year deal 10 million dollars they're paying him but it's kind of like hey show us what you got ex first round pick got a lot of talent Bradley Roby he's very talented so I think that's a very good pick Um, I don't know much about the barbecue sauce guy but you know you never know. Well, I actually don't know much about him either. I'm pretty sure he was at the Bears last year. But in saying that, the Houston, Houston needed to pin down Jadavian. Sorry, he's been at Cleveland for the past three years. So, oh. so he's obviously got ability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Texans' huge hole for the last couple of years has been running back. And I think... Do you know Lamar Miller made Pro Bowl this year? Yeah. You know Pro Bowl is actually voted by the fans and no one that actually has skill. Actually, it's not. It's voted by players and media representatives. And the players no. and media get more votes. It does. It is. It's voted by three. There's three factors in Pro Bowl. Okay. So it doesn't mean if like four million peep fans of... Uh, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller jump on and just vote, 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 vote. And it, mind you, he was like the eighth alternate yeah. <laughs> to running back. At like, what point do you like, there's no more running backs to put in? 
Yeah. This guy's got seven votes. All right, he's next. Yeah, and then the Saints boycotted it, and then they got to put in more running backs and yes. people. Yeah. yeah. All right, the Colts, Indianapolis Colts, $100 million in salary cap. They were a great team last year. You'd think they're going to go out and spend big, but no, they stick to what they want to do. They re-signed Pierre Desir, the cornerback, which I think was a great re-signing. Yep. They gave Devin Funchess a one-year deal, kind of, let's see what you've got, ex-Panther, very no. big, tall guy. I don't rate him, but we'll see how he goes. $13 million was pretty insane. That's with incentives, though. And they re-signed Marcus Hunt, who was outstanding last year for them as an interior day lineman. So not a lot of moves. I thought they'd do more. I honestly thought they'd go after and make a big splash. Um, but do, they, they do, didn't. do you think they were maybe hoping for the big Bell signing? Well, there was they did talk to him, but I and they're holding this, out their cap because they know they're going to have to sign a big contract for I think him. This or is big a sign of maturity. Else. I honestly yeah. do. I think Chris Chris Ballard sitting there going, "Let's not. We have two good running backs that did really well last year. Let's not go and blow all our money on a running back that one didn't play last year and two's known to be a bit of a locker room cancer." Yep. Let's let's not and been suspended a few times yeah. for marijuana. Yeah, let's well. not. Well, remember when he got caught in the car with Lager at Blunt? Blunt? Yeah, just. What a fancy name for that. Um, smoking a blunt with blunt. But yeah, like he's had his issues. I think maybe that I think I like Chris Ballard. I think he's just saying, you know what? Let's re-sign our players that were good for us, which yep. he did. Take a chance on Devin Funches. I don't mind it. I don't know if it's gonna pay off, but I don't mind the signing. And then re-sign guys. Like they're gonna keep guys in the building that they like because they've got so much cap. So yeah, it's hard to bag. That kind of gives they've, they've them the well. next two years they can actually, like you said, sign the good players they want to keep. Or maybe they're the thinking. Coming through, they maybe they think, oh, there's going to be next year. We'll we'll see what we've got, we've got for another year. Let Andrew Luck recover another year. Let a few younger guys develop. If we get if we get a chance to win a Super Bowl, great. And then the next year we'll go bang. Let's load up and go for it one one big time. They were pretty strong at the end of last year. I think they take a late round running back, so they basically don't have to pay him anything. And if yep. he's if he hits, he hits. If he doesn't, he doesn't. They've still got. Um, Mac, Mac in the backfield is pretty good. I can't Whitt, remember the other guy's Whitt's name. Take a wit something Whittle. Anyway, yeah, I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, started with W. Anyway, they've actually got a pretty good core team there. I really like re-signing Hunt. He was on Hard Knocks for the Bengals for a long time ago, and yeah, I think he's been they've really got impressive. Marlon Mack, Jordan Wilkins. Is that who you're Wilkins, thinking of? And they've also got Naheem Hines, so they like as well. Yeah, Naheem Hines was pretty good. Yeah, he had a good start of the year. So. Yeah, I, I think they just understand that running back value isn't like. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to the Jets. But yeah, Look, I just love watching teams spend all their money. Like, yeah, or give away. He's got a hundred thirty million dollars cap. Do you, I'm really sad. Do you know what I like watching? A team give a wide receiver a massive contract, like history breaking contract. Then next year trading him for a okay, bag let's of move chips, on. and then still having a twenty one million dollars cap hit because you traded him. Ouch. <laughs> Seventy one million dead money this year. The New York Giants, ladies and gentlemen. Seventy one. I feel like David Irving. I'm just going to go smoke blunts and just, and just retire. Smoke some Legarrets. That's it. <laughs> All right. Jacksonville Jaguars, they re-signed AJ Can, who's a, who's a really good guard. They signed Chris Conley. They also got Nick Foles. And they signed Cedric Ogiabui, the O-tackle from Cincinnati Bengals, who was a first-round pick. Did play better last year, so I don't hate the signing. Don't have his details yet, like the contract details. Obviously, the big one here is Nick Foles. If they can get that defense back to what it was two years ago, which doesn't seem that far off, it doesn't Absolutely seem that hard not. to do. Um, sh- Nick Foles is definitely an upgrade from Blake Bortles. I'm just have to see how he goes. Is he going to be the St. Louis Rams Nick Foles, or 
the Big Dick Nick from Philadelphia. Both of them are better than Blake Bortles. That's 100% exactly right. That's, and also, I don't mind the Chris Conley signing as well because he's a, a burner. he's a decent burner yep. and that gives Nick Foles something to throw and to. And they have really low wide receiver talent. Like Westbrook's okay. Marquise Lee's coming off an injury. I, I like Marquise Lee, but he's coming off an injury. So they don't have a ton of talent there. So And they just got rid of um, the... What's his name? The fellow who used to came from the Colts. He was a high-ranked draft pick. Pierre Gasson. No. 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 Meredith. No. 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 P- Pierre Gasson. No. <laughs> uh, we'll come to him soon. He was on everyone's fantasy team because he looked amazing, but he never That's delivered. That's exactly right. All right. LA Chargers. Someone they yell s- out to us. They signed... <laughs> this is why we need the live video because you know one of those morons watching it know... Sorry. I I have a, I'm always one And of those by morons, I mean like David Fitzgerald. Or it was Dante Moncrief. Dante Moncrief, the Frenchman. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, they signed linebacker Thomas Davis. They signed defensive tackle Brandon Meebane. He was a re-signing. Um, Denzel Perryman re-signed. Adrian Phillips, the safety. And they signed Tyrod Taylor to be the backup quarterback. Thomas Davis kind of ending his career. He's had a very good career. I think that that's more of a experience sort of thing. Oh, did I miss Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah. We'll, we'll loop back. We'll loop back. Um, yeah. Denzel Perryman re-signing, I like. He's a, he's a good run stopper at linebacker. Adrian Phillips, I don't mind. He's a solid safety. So, not bad signings. Nothing big there, which is, is good to see. They just re-signed a couple of their guys. And bringing a guy like Thomas Davis, who's got a ton of experience and leadership and pretty tough dude. So They were a good the team. Super he played with that and stitches up his arm. Oh, that's true. Oh, that, look, they were horrible. a good team last year as well, and they kind of fell down because yeah. their really good running back got injured. Yep. Um, which is really sad for them. So adding a couple of pieces, that's not really a bad signing there at all. Having a backup for um, Mr. Can't Back Out of His Own Driveway, Phillips. Um, basically... Can't pull out of his own pull out of his driveway, Phillips. Um, basically, he's needing a backup because he's getting old. He's getting to the Eli age. They were drafted in the same draft. And at that age, you just get injured. I now, guess Tyrod Taylor, he, he's a... Is okay serviceable the quarterback. big difference between Rivers and Eli is that Rivers can still throw a football more than six yards. That's probably you true. know Eli Manning's lucky when he drops back his five step drop he gets it over the line. <laughs> uh, he's a shot putter, but he's my shot putter. <laughs> he's your he's, he's your, your shit truck. No, I'll own him. All right, let's loop back. Kansas City Chiefs they signed Brashad Breeland, the cornerback, Carlos Hyde, running back, Tyron Matthew to a big deal at safety. Alex Okafor, the defensive end, and Damian Wilson, the ex-Cowboys linebacker. Um, it's a they signed um, they signed Anthony Hitchens last year as an ex-Cowboys linebacker who didn't work out at all, and they've signed Damian Wilson. They're kind of backup guys from other teams. Don't know if it's going to work out for them this time. But Breland and Matthew are very good signings. Tyron Matthew is good. Breland's very talented. I don't he's know why talented. he can't get deals. Like every year, I feel like he's getting a one-year deal and he plays well. And it's an incentive deal. Yeah, it's not even. So it's only worth five million with incentive laden. Which normally, if an agent doesn't release the contract, it's because it's not very good. Yeah. If it's all like contract unconfirmed or agrees to terms on deal, terms not not dealt. It's normally because they don't want to. They're a bit embarrassed to release it. So. Well, it's because your agent is embarrassed by it, and then other agencies will call him and yeah. say, hey, "We could have got you a better. We could have got you a heaps better deal, bro." Yeah. yeah, I don't mind those signings. They've added some talent. Carlos Hyde's not a bad signing for the Chiefs. I think he could actually do pretty well there. Yeah, but they, they didn't need to add very much at the Chiefs. So no, either. they don't. And Tyron yeah. Matthew is a, a great addition. Nice. Well, the thing is, they traded. They let Justin Houston walk, and they traded away D Ford, which we'll get to. And their replacement is Alex Okafor. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't know, man. They're picking late in the draft. They're not getting a top starting pass rusher. No. And they were a terrible defense last year and they literally got rid of their two good their two best defensive players and pass rushers. And they let Eric Berry they cut Eric Berry as well. So Yeah, because they picked up Matthew. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they they replaced Eric Berry, I'll give him that, but not a lot else. So interesting. I think they're just gonna ride the Mahomes, you know. Why not? Mahomes oh, throw yeah. throw it to the piece of shit and forty five pence well. And Kelsey. Yeah. And Kelsey. I like Kelsey. He's not a piece of shit. He's a nice guy. Um, Los Angeles Rams not very active. They signed Blake Bortles to be the backup to a one. Did you year say deal. Blake Gotels? Blake Gotels, as, as Trent said so on the way here. Hey, how many Super Bowls have Blake Bortles lost? Zero. How many has Tom Brady lost? Three. <laughs> <laughs> Six for nine. You know, what, Gron- you know what Gronk could no. say. You know one Gronk was a helmet catch, which wasn't Brady's fault. The other one, he can't throw it and catch it. That's true, Giselle. So he's, he's six and nine, so you know what Gronk could say. For one more, I got 69 <laughs> touchdowns, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Only you know what I mean, baby. The little... That's what makes you chuckle. laugh. The way. He's like a two-year-old. Um, they signed Dante Fowler. They re-signed him to a one-year deal, and they signed Eric Weddle. Good additions, not great. I thought they would have tried to bring back Sue, and maybe it'll still happen. He's still unsigned, so... Um, potentially a chance to bring him back. I don't know why anyone... I don't know why people don't want Sue. I really don't. Even, even if he wants $14 million again for what we got last year, I'd happily pay it for a one-year deal. You know, I imagine it's because of his face-stomping. Unless behavior. maybe he wants a long-term deal and that's what's holding everyone back. But he can still play. He doesn't care what he plays, though. So he's happy to float around and get big money at the start of the season. He's not interested in winning Super Bowls. He just wants all the cash. And yeah. wants to stomp on people. And he stomp. wants to stomp on people. He Watch, stomp- he's stomping highlight. Do you know who he stomped on? Andre Garreau, the center from the Cowboys. With his Cowboys, his helmet fell off, so he stomped on his bare face. <laughs> he's literally just... In the end zone after he scored a touchdown. He is honestly terrible. one of the dirtiest players I've ever when seen. When he stomped on Roger's leg that time, and yep. it was like, oh, yeah, he's bad. He's, he's bad. So he's I, made some bad moves. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, also got paid a lot of money. The Miami Dolphins have still have a $22 million cap hit for him this year, which is just hilarious. And that's who we're up to. They signed Dwayne Allen, Eric Rowe, the cornerback. Dwayne Allen's the tight end. And they signed... The Amish rifle, Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback. They also traded Ryan Tannehill away to... I can't remember. That was that insignificant. I can't remember. Uh, we'll get to it. We'll, he'll come up when we get to him. Was it wasn't, it? wasn't the Jags, was it? Was no. It was it the Jags? Is it no, 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 no. It wasn't the Jags. I think it was Denver. No. I don't know. Look, when he's well, I've forgotten. he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Who? Tannehill. Yeah, when he is true. healthy. All right, Jared that's Stanton, calm down. The stats don't lie, J.A. Mate, throwing to you when you got an interception ratio of 76. No, and he just, is. He's a, know, he's a very, he's, he's a very he's, prolific quarterback, his quarterback when he's healthy. quarterback rating 76.2 when he like, hits guys wide open and he's awesome. Fucking watch him. He's a hack. And that's why he's not in Miami anymore. He I is. actually disagree. I reckon he is actually a prolific quarterback when he's healthy. However, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Where in God's name does he play now? Tana, Ryan Tannehill. He is an American football player <laughs> for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, uh, that's Mario. And you know what? He'll he'll play a bit there because Mario just made a glass. Yeah. Or paper mache. Uh, all right, that's it for the Dolphins. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, though, he starts with them, surely. Oh, definitely. At least he's fun, man. Yeah. He's great. I he's, really he's enjoy watching fun. him. I liked him even when he was the Jets. draft a quarterback and bring yeah, him yeah. halfway through the season. Exactly. Enjoy. Uh, Dolphins fans, enjoy Fitzpatrick. Enjoy all it's the fun. media press things because every time oh, he does a press conference, so he's dressed like a pimp. He's so good. And he's, he's awesome. hilarious. 
Yeah, I'll, I like really like him. I, do, I think it's a great signing. The Buccaneers it's, were an exciting team last year when he was quarterbacking. Yeah, they weren't a good. Well, they won no, the they first were three games. They weren't a good team, but no, they were, they were, they were an exciting fun to watch. team. Yeah, Minnesota Vikings. They re-signed Amir Abdullah, the running back. They uh, signed Shamar Stephen, the D tackle. And after us saying that Anthony Barr signed with the Jets last week, he decided after the initial offer to turn it around, go back to the um, Minnesota Vikings. It was ten million dollars less than what the Giants had offered him over the Jets had offered him over the five year deal, but the tax, the income and state tax in the in New York is way higher, so it ends up pretty much being the exact same money, and he goes back to the Vikings. I think it's a smart move by him. And supposedly, supposedly after he made the announcement, he said he felt sick. He actually felt so sick that he'd done the worst thing, worst decision of his life. Yep. And he decided, no, nah, it's better to actually pull Rumors out of the were deal. he contacted the Vikings yep. and said, I've made a mistake. That's exactly I right. I want to stay. He's a captain on that team. He's he is. very well liked. He's very respected. If it's the same, his family's there, his house is there. Why would you want to move if you didn't have to? And it's not like New York's a glamorous location in terms like, it's, it's still, it's still fucking cold. Like It's a cool city, but... You know, Minnesota, it's no different like climate-wise to Minnesota. Really. In summer, it's gross. Yeah. Oh, they put their trash on the side oh, of the road awful. and it just stinks. It is. It's awful. Um, don't, yeah. don't go unless it's football season, fans. Well played by Barr, I think. And I think it's a good signing for the Vikings. Get, you know, Keep telling the players. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's All right, let's get to... Uh, we'll just skip the New England Patriots. We'll go straight to... <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, the New England Patriots, they traded for Michael Bennett, the defense end from the Eagles, who got there and said, you know what? I always hated the Patriots and hated thought they were crap and hated everything they did and then I got here and now I love it. <laughs> Thank Ma- <laughs> Thanks, Michael. You yeah. twat. So they traded him for a fifth round pick in 2020. No, no. Seventh round pick. Oh, no. They exchanged seventh and fifth round picks. So two rounds they dropped back. Great move. He has got he played so well down the stretch last year. He As much as he... I don't actually like him as a person but he's a very good him player. Him or his brother. Yeah. I actually think his brother's hilarious. I'll tell us about it. Yeah. Um, well, what gets me with them is, and we won't go into it, is all the slave talk about college slavery. Yeah. That that's what gets me with those guys. Like they make it a bit too, for, for me, political. But obviously, that's the world that they live in. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah. then they that's well, something. Well, Mattel Bennett writes children's books now. Yeah, he does, which is cool. So, yeah, if, um, you must listen to the hard docs, Jay. Maybe he does. Maybe yeah. he does. And that's why I think it's actually a good signing by the Patriots. And Bill doesn't take no crap. So if anyone can bring him into line, it'll be Bill. It's an instant replacement for Trey Flowers. Like, yeah, he's going to do is. the exact same thing Trey Flowers does. As long as he can fall into line, otherwise he'll be gone. Yeah, I, I think he will. I think he'll be fine. They also um, bought in Terrence Brooks to safety. They re-signed Philip Dorsett. They signed Bruce Ellington. Um, they re-signed Jason McCourty and John Simon, their cornerback, and the edge rusher. Uh, surprised they didn't bring in... like Apparently, they tried to get Humphreys first. They who, did. That's and then right. when he signed with the Titans, they actually offered him more money and Humphrey said, no, nah, I've already agreed Yeah, because okay. he's obviously got respect for contracts like that. He's more Guarantee you the teams wouldn't have if someone had come in and you know they'd get rid of you as quickly as they could if they got a better Bloody offer. They, would. Yeah. Um, they then went after Cole Beasley. They didn't get him. And the other guy who went to the Jets, um, the slot receiver from the Redskins, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Crowder Crowder Yeah Crowder They went after him as well So they did try They couldn't get him So they were stuck Bringing back Philip Dorsett Who is a former first round pick And can run And Bruce Ellington So they didn't add a lot of talent But you know That's alright They never do When Philip Dorsett Catches three touchdowns In the Super Bowl And they win their seventh um, No when Mr. Fourth round no name Catches three touchdowns In the Super Bowl Well how many lacrosse players Are in the draft They'll just take all of them That's exactly right Bill's like I don't even care about Like the picks 
I want these four guys. Just take them with whatever picks you want and then just get rid of them. It is just absolutely there. amazing how that franchise can pick up people that we think are average or have been yeah. average on other teams, haven't fit well. They take a lot of first-round draft picks from other teams that have flunked and yep. turn them into something. So I don't know whether it's the training or whether it's the respect they have for the organization or the expectation of excellence or those things that come with a Super Bowl winning team. But they it's just coaching. make... They, they polish they, poo enough that it turns into they gold. They put a priority on intelligence because it's such a complex. So obviously different to their fan base. That's changing every week. Australian <laughs> fan base. <laughs> they need, they need guys who studio. can pick it up. Host base. Fake treat. You're a fake tree. You don't even have a Drew Bledsoe jersey. Yes, I do. <laughs> Damn it, this backfired. <laughs> backfired real quick. I'll wear it next week. Yes, please. That's all uh, I wear. I'm going to wear my OBJ jerseys in, right up until he plays his first game for the Browns. He could get traded back. Like, you never know. I'm sorry. I can't believe you have four OBJ <laughs> jerseys. What is wrong with you? I don't want to go through the rest of that. I, I don't even have four total <laughs> jerseys. Do you have a jersey for not a New York Giants player? Yeah. Yes. How many? Too many? Heaps. <laughs> Too many? This is great. I'm going to raid your closet. We'll do a video of all your jerseys, get them all set up. Mate, it would take a while. Shit, do you? So you got a few. I used to collect and then I got sick of players. I used to collect them. I had like Then I got a Romo. girlfriend that didn't like me in my crew jerseys. Yeah. I had a guy, I had a, I like Romo, Miles Austin, Des Bryant. Uh, I had a few others. And there's Demarcus Ware, Jason Witten. As I left, I'm like, I'm not buying more jerseys. Yeah. Sick of him. Now I'm devastated. So I'm not going to buy a jersey ever again. Oh, until they. That's a humongous that's a lie. lie. No, wait, wait that is till, a humongous wait lie. Wait till pick six when they take a wide receiver to replace Odell Beckham. Well, I'm not going to do with jersey. my four second Barkley jerseys now either. <laughs> I just have to rotate them through just just with them. Just just wear them. Yep. All right. The New Orleans Saints. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. He re-signed. Malcolm Brown, the ex-Patriot D tackle. Nick East in the center. Mario Edwards, the defensive end. Will Lutz, the kicker. And Latavius Murray, the running back. Obviously, Murray comes in. They're going to try and use him to be the replacement for Mark Ingram. Uh, Malcolm Brown was a first-round pick. He wasn't bad at the Patriots as a D-tackle, so he's a solid signing. Yeah. Mario Edwards, again, another another second-round pick, I believe, from the, the Raiders. Giants. Didn't quite work out. Was that the Giants? He, oh, he went to the Giants. Yeah, went to the Giants from that. the Raiders. Yeah. But solid. And Bridgewater, interestingly enough, went to Miami, apparently got offered a contract, and decided to come back as a Saints, and what a smart move. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's excellent by Bridgewater. You go to the Dolphins, most likely have a terrible year because their team is awful, or you sit behind Drew Brees for maybe one more year and you're the starter of the New Orleans Saints the next yeah, year. Even then, injury and you're starting that's exactly right. offense. At a third, what, a 40-year-old quarterback. Uh, look, people and bag him and saying, oh, the coach is you've got to, it's a huge calling card. Surely. Yeah, but you've got to have that competitive edge and want to start... Why would you go for the same money, mind you? You can be a backup for the Saints, one of the best coached offenses in the NFL, behind one of the best quarterbacks of all time, or go and be a fucking in a quarterback room with Fitzpatrick, maybe start. And even if you do, they've got a crap O line, no running backs, no wide receivers, with a crap coach. Yeah. Actually, we don't know Flores is a crap coach. That's but also, fair, he, it's but a twelve point five. He's on an offensive guy. So that's exactly right. Yeah. If he, look, twelve point five million dollar contract, and that's seven point two five million guaranteed yeah. for a backup. For the chance, and I to imagine take a lot of it's like gig. if you play four games, you'll get an extra four million. Well, maybe it's like, start yeah. or yeah, yeah, whatever. But so, don't forget that the Saints last year were interchanging the other young quarterback, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, um, multiple times during throughout the season, and it worked really well for them. This yeah. way, Bridgewater gets to do the same thing. 
Yeah. Um, and I think that's actually an amazing, a really good signing by both the I Saints think it's and smart. Bridgewater. I think it's really smart by Bridgewater. Don't go chasing, yeah. you know, field goals. Field goals. Don't go chasing uh, field goals. But also Latavius Murray is a very good running back. Yeah. He was a very good running back last year. I had him on my fantasy team, so I saw his stats. Um, but also, he was a very good running back at um, the Raiders where he started. Yep. And so I think that that's a very good signing as a backup and a change of pace for Kamara. Yeah, and he's a little bit taller and faster than Mike Ingram. Ingram. Yep. And for the guy who tweeted at me saying, I thought Latavius Murray was out of the league after the Cowboys ruined him, wrong Murray. <laughs> I won't name names. Uh, New York Giants, they... Well... <laughs> We won't go through, but they did get Jabril Peppers and Kevin Zeitler. They gave up Odell Beckham Jr. Um, they also signed Antoine Bethay to a two-year deal, the safety. Uh, they signed Dan Marcus Golden, to who's crap, and is going to replace uh, Olivia Vernon, who they also got rid of. And then they brought in Golden Tate on a four-year, $37.5 million contract to replace one of the best receivers in the NFL. So they, they are trying. Golden Tate's a good player. I don't know how much he's got left in him, but... He was awful after. He was great at Detroit last year. Then when he was traded to Philly, he was terrible there. And Do you think he got lost in that offense, though? 100%. It was a, it was a bad trade at by At least the now he can't get lost in the offense because there's only him, a running mm-hmm. back, and a tight end. And Shepard. Shepard's not bad. That's true. He's a slot. But still, I'm looking forward to seeing how he slots into that offense um, mm. and whether or not Eli can stand up long enough to reach down far enough to throw far enough to him. Yeah. It's all a mechanics thing, QB. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, 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 New York Jets. Uh, they signed, they re-signed Henry Anderson. They signed Levian Bell, the running back. Josh Bellamy, wide receiver. Chandler Cantonzaro, the kicker. Jamison Crowder, the wide receiver. CJ Mosley, the linebacker. And they traded a six-round pick, and they got back a seventh, a fifth. Sorry, they gave up a six-round pick. So they gave up a fifth-round pick and got back. I've got this name right Kalecki. before. Kalechi Assemole with a, and a six-round pick. So. They basically swapped picks and got a really good starting guard. Love this offseason. Levian Bell's big money, but he could be really, really good for them. Um, CJ Moser, they gave huge money for, but he is a four-time pro bowler. If they'd managed to get Anthony Barr as well, that would have been a lot of money. So I don't know whether because they lost Barr, they went and got Mosley. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good additions. I think the big one there is Levian Bell. What's everyone's thoughts? Set out a year, gave up $14 million and only gets $13 million a year and in response when the Steelers were actually offering him almost $16 million a year on their contract. So he definitely lost. That move was not smart. He needed, to, he needed to leave the Steelers, though. It was bad. Yeah, blood. but play the year and earn $14 million. He was worried, though, that they're going to burn him and run him into the ground. He would not have a career after that year. So this, I understand what, what he's trying to do. What, expect him to play football? Well, I understand How what he's trying to do, fucking dare the Steelers expect to pay him $14 million to play football? Fuck me, like $40 million, sneezing at that is a disgrace. He made, and there are guys defending him for what, it, it was good for the game. It's like, it's oh, I disagree good it's game. good for the game, but I think that it's good. Like, it's good that some of the players now are able to push back on some of these ridiculous tags that teams are trying to put them on. When specifically as a running back, you do have a lifespan. You can only get hit that many times in the legs, knees, head, and they get so much impact that, they do have a lifespan that they have to look at. And if you're not willing to get paid, then go somewhere that's willing to pay you. They Absolutely. weren't willing to but, give him a contract. But the Steelers but were willing to pay him. He turned down the contract for more money than what he got. That's the thing. Like, oh, the Steelers tagged him. They wouldn't give him the money. They tagged him so he didn't leave in free agency and then offered him more money than what he's got Was now. it Was it a long-term contract they offered him? Yeah, five years deal. 
Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And apparently the guaranteed money wasn't as good, but stiff shit. If you get hurt, you're not going to... No one gets lots of guaranteed money these days unless you're like a superstar that's not a running back. Unfortunately, that's the nature of the game. So losing $14 million off your earnings, you'll never make that back and then you get less money anyway. So when's the last time the Jets had a good running back? Like Bell is a top tier running back. Um, who's the Kurt, last? Who's the last Curtis top Martin, tier? Curtis Martin. How long ago was that? Tomlinson. Well, they only had him after he'd yeah, already he, he played finished, a lot. But he yeah, was Curtis Martin was, you know, he finished up kind of 2006, I reckon. So probably yeah, 10, 10 12 So it's years. been ten or twelve years before they've had a really good top yeah. tier running back at his prime, and I'd say Bell is at his prime. Yep. Um, not John Elway's kind of prime, but he actually at his prime, and I think that they're putting. Things around Sam Donald. Sam Donald that's right. they've, get, they've given him some more O line. They've given him some more weapons at wide receiver and running back. I think that it's awesome by the Jets. I think their signings have been great this offseason. Yep, I don't uh, mind them. And unfortunately, they're going to be the best team in New York. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. Because I know Beckham doesn't play for any of them anymore. Makes me serious. But, <laughs> I mean, this is karma for Bell. He deserves everything he gets. But also, I can't wait to see how the Jets manage to fuck this up. <laughs> but fumble their way through another season. Yep. Um, Oakland Raiders. We we have talked about most of these guys last week, but Antonio Brown obviously signed. Trent Brown, Jonathan Hankins, the D tackle re-signed. Lamarcus Joyner, the safety signed. Uh, JJ Nelson, the wide receiver, who's a burner, and they also signed Tyrell Williams, who's a burner. So as you can see, um, Gruden's trying to get some talent in there to work with. He, I think he's going to give Derek Carr enough rope to either hang himself or be successful. This will be easy. Yep, and this we'll see what happens. Choice. And they'll, yep. they'll see, because I don't think they're going to win a lot, but they've got to find out what they got in Derek Carr next year. They've added some talent around him to do that. And then if he is successful, then they know they've got that guy going into Vegas. If not, you'll, you'll load up in the draft and get a new quarterback. I also like Jonathan Hankins, the DT. Yeah, he's signing. a really good D-tackle. I think he's a really good Bring D-tackle. Bring him back. It was, it was a good move. Good move by them. They've shored up that front, even though they got rid of Mac for nothing last year. Um, well, not nothing. They've got three first-round picks issues. That's exactly right. Now, so they're going two to do of them are in the back end, which is not always. They're still good. the top thirty-two players of this of the entire yeah, country. So historically, once you get kind of past 22, 23, the the success rate's really low. They actually call them more like second-round picks by that. Well, it'll be dependent on what positions they're going for and who falls. Like, like Derwin James went at nineteen last year. It's, so it's crazy. Some of them can fall, but also though, and yeah, they Jesse, can trade up. Yeah, exactly right, and. A lot of O-linemen, I guess, could be t- get taken later on in the yep. first round. And that's what the top four offensive linemen in the entire country getting drafted. The number four, five, and six are also going to be very good. Will Hernandez got picked at 33 or 34. And he was one of the best offensive guard picks last year. Yeah, you're good. So you play really well. I think that the Raiders are pretty well stocked. Yep. All right. Jules, anything for you? No. No. Philadelphia Eagles... They uh, obviously lost Big Dick Nick, which was awful for them. They signed Ronald Darby to a one-year deal. They signed, they re-signed defensive end Brandon Graham. They traded for Deshaun Jackson to bring him back to Philly. They also signed Malik Jackson, uh, the D-tackle, and Andrew Sendeo, the safety. I love the Malik Jackson signing, sitting him. They just keep giving Fletcher Cox the ability to get one-on-one blocks, and yep. um, I really like that move. It's a bit of money, three-year, $30 million, but... I think it's well worth it. They know what their strength is, and it's that defensive line, and they just keep... You know, they lose um, Bennett. They bring in Malik Jackson straight away to replace him. I think that's an I, upgrade. It's a, it's a good move. It's an upgrade yeah, for me. Yeah, Malik Jackson's really good. Um, obviously, was really successful at Denver when they won the Super Bowl. Got a big deal from the Jaguars and has played really well. It was just the money was way too much for the Jaguars. They had no cap. So, it was a cap cut, not, not a player cut. It was not his poor play that got him cut. So, um, yeah, I really like that signing. 
Well, my concern is what are the Eagles going to do come playoffs when they don't have a QB and Big Dick Nick isn't there? Uh, they'll probably lose. Definitely lose. Because Big Dick Nick has been the playoff QB in their two playoff runs in the past couple of years. Absolutely. Wentz is just a liability. He's just going to get hurt. And if he doesn't perform this year, I reckon they're going to be looking at... He's got red hair too. It's so red. Mm. And his arm is so weak because of it. <clears throat> yeah, it's real. I really like him. I think he's awesome when he's healthy. I think that first year was so impressive as a rookie. But unfortunately, these big injuries, they can actually ruin a, a player's career indefinitely. I think the reason you like him is because he's like a young Eli. Rubbish. Yeah, I, I think he like yeah, young him. Eli get win two Super Bowls against no. the Patriots? He, no. He, no, he did. I remember it. There was Brady that catch. I think he, catch it, there was, was a catch, catch against a helmet or yeah, something. Yeah, I remember it. And like, Eli Manning, ridiculous. he made like... Do you know what's the funniest thing about that play, the, the helmet catch play, is Tyree. T- yeah. t- today's NFL, they would have called that a sack. 100%. <laughs> you know, they got yeah. him hold. They would have blown the whistle. No, don't hurt the quarterback. Yeah, 100%. Maybe. That would have been blown dead today. Replay. Maybe. Yep. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers. We've got to get through and we've got a few left. Pittsburgh Steelers, they signed Mark Barron, the linebacker. They re-signed Ramon Foster, the guard. They signed Dan McCullers, the D-tackle. Dante Moncrief, the Frenchman wide receiver. Steven Nelson, the cornerback. And Eli Rogers, the wide receiver, re-signed. I don't mind Mark Barron. Nothing big there, though, really, is there? It's more about what they lost, which was Ballon Brown. Like like we said earlier, Moncrief has been one of those players everyone thought was going to break out every year. Having him with Big Ben, if it's going to happen, it's going to be this season. Yep, yep. I, uh, Look, I I'm not impressed by the Steelers in the offseason, but also they they, ha- they played a, like they were decent last year without Bell. Have you seen the video of the guy tweeted that um, it was a running back or a fullback saying that one time um, Ben Roethlisberger purposely fumbled the ball because he didn't yeah. like the play call. He and wanted someone went and found the video, and it's a it's a fullback lead, and he hand is obviously the fullback runs first, and then the running back comes. He Puts it into the fullback's leg, like just puts pushes the new leg and then lets the ball drop. So, so reportedly, he wanted it to. He wanted to kneel it out. Yeah, and the, and because they said no and threw in a play, he he basically kneeled it out. It was like, yeah, no, he, he apparently the way reckon it yeah, was like yeah. if if you don't, the risk is you fumble when you don't kneel it out. So he was like, there you go, we fumbled. You shouldn't have kneeled it. So the fullback luckily recovered it, but it was a pretty sounds interesting like a tweet. prima donna that likes to flash kids. <laughs> I don't think he flashed kids. I think he flashed a woman. No, she was under age. Oh, Seventeen. She was underage. That was the biggest issue, wasn't it? You know what? I'm not going to touch this one. I'm not sure. Because you think seventeen is a grey area, or <laughs> too soon? <laughs> Jesus. Either well, way, think, big dick. I think by no, this law, big Ben, sixteen is no game. No. By law, I think you'll find it is. Look, we won't get into we much. won't get into law things. Any lawyer um, out there, let us know. Not that I'm. Well, send send J.A. a personal email because he well, needs advice. Um, okay, if, if that's illegal, then what Tom Brady to his son must be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you can't measure the love between a father and son unless it's Tom Brady. Then you can measure it by how hard he tongues him. Please send your emails to legal at the vault studios.com.au. I don't uh, even know which team we're up to. I just San Francisco it. 49ers, they gave a massive deal to Quan Alexander. They signed Tevin Coleman, which I think, Jules, you called last week, didn't you? As Snap. well as Bell. Yes, they uh, traded for D Ford from the Chiefs for a second-round pick. It was a very good pass last year that cost the Chiefs the Super Bowl. Uh, they got signed. They franchise-tagged Robbie Gould, the kicker. They signed Jordan Matthews. They signed running back Raheem Morset. They signed offensive guard Mike Pearson. They signed cornerback Jason Verrett and defensive back Jimmy Ward. 
Jason Verrett is an incredibly talented player. Injuries have destroyed him. He's had three knee injuries. If he can get his body right, he will be a great signing for them. D Ford. So you now put D Ford. You've got Buckner, who's a really good interior lineman. You've got D Ford on the edge. There's a chance they have the number two pick this year, don't they? Yep. There's a chance they get Nick Bosa. That'd be so. You add Nick Bosa or even the other Quentin really Williams. good Quentin Williams. Uh, who is it? Quentin Williams. Yeah, the D tackle. So he's yeah. really good. So he might be there. Also, Josh Allen, the defensive end, they really like. So if they add one of them, they're they're building a good defense. Quan Alexander, I think they paid him too much, but that's the nature of free agency. He's still a solid player and definitely an upgrade at linebacker. And they needed to replace what Reuben Foster left. So it's um yeah, it's pretty big free agency for them. I think it's going to be really exciting for all 49ers fans because they've got a very high draft pick at number two overall, but then and they've Garoppolo also got back. Garoppolo coming back. Yeah. So maybe it was a good year maybe for them to obviously struggle. They found a really good running back in Breeder yep. last year um, with Jarrett McKinnon being injured, so they also fell into that talent, basically. And Tevin Coleman's best year was under Kyle Shanahan. That's exactly right, and it meets, it meets their play style. So I actually think that they're pretty stacked at the moment. It gives them a lot of options in their backfield as well as their defense is short up again. Yep. Okay. So I'm very excited by the 49ers this year. Sure. Uh, Jules, anything on the 49ers? No, just that I was right about Coleman. and Pretty happy with that. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. Beautiful. You sound uh, happy. Seattle Seahawks uh, They tagged Frank Clark Which we went through They re-signed DJ Fluker The guard They signed Mike Iapati The guard They re-signed Michael Kendricks Who will probably be Going to prison For um, embezzlement Or whatever he did Uh, They also signed Kicker Jason Myers um, And re-signed KJ Wright Their linebacker Who's a really good player Nothing major here. I like DJ Fluker is a good mauler of a, of a guard. So the way they run the ball is great. And Mikey Aparty has been he's a very really solid. good guard before. Yep. So I don't hate that signing. I think Kendricks, it's more of a, he's probably going to go to prison. If so he doesn't go to prison, got it was a good signing yeah. because he's a very talented player. And they brought back KJ Wright. Like NFL.com had him rated as the eighth best player in free agency. And they got him for two years, 15 million. Which That's is, nothing. It's nothing. So... Uh, a quiet free agency, but certainly not a bad free agency. And like we mentioned last year, the franchise tag on Frank Clark is a no-brainer for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, and they get him back as well. Yep. So, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they signed Shaquille Barrett, the defensive or linebacker slash defensive end from the Broncos. Dion Buchanan, the linebacker. Ryan Griffin, the quarterback. Uh, they signed Brashad Perryman, the wide receiver, and they re-signed Donovan Smith, the offensive tackle, to a three-year, $41 million deal. Oh, that's huge. Which he's, again, an average tackle getting big money. Uh, Dion Buchanan was really, really good in Arizona when Bruce Arians was his head coach. So, oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. reuniting. He hasn't been great the last couple of years there, but... Certainly not a bad deal. It's only a one-year deal, so I don't mind it. Shaquille Barrett, again, got stuck behind Von Miller, so it's hard to be successful. But when he came in, has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, Prashad Perriman's a, a burn, like a bust of a first-round pick, but can certainly run. So Opposite um, Mike Evans now that Deshaun Jackson's yeah. gone. Yeah, and they lost Adam Humphreys as well, so that to replace yeah, him. Yeah, there's so. a couple of losses on there. Would they be, they'd be obviously targeting offensive talent in the draft, yeah, surely. Obviously. Yeah, but yeah. Good. What, they've got a good offensive line, though. So they can, yeah. One thing you need to remember, though, is they've actually lost their starting QB. They lost the Irish, the Irish, Irish rifle. rifle. Yeah, 
I think they're just backing Jameis Winston. So he's in his fifth year I option. I don't think they are. I think they they've can't. got a draft. They've got to draft a quarterback. Nah, they, well they've got Winston on the fifth year option this year, so it's a lot of money. So this is the last shot for him then. Yeah, really. it's so a make or break. Give him a year, and then and then if it doesn't work out, draft, draft a quarterback in the second well, or third round. You can argue if Winston doesn't work out this year, they're probably going to be picking top ten. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, because there's Even no Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, the Amish yeah. rifle yeah. won them a bunch of games last year. They, they, he started them three and one. So and I believe yeah. him. Won, I believe he won the one later in the year as well. So he did. He won half their games last year. So. That's exactly right. So yeah, that's why I'm a bit concerned with their team when it comes to their quarterback situation. Yeah. We never know. Jameis Winston in and his fifth Bruce year. Arians is a very good coach. He is a very so good coach. He's been very successful in the past. So we can see what he can. If he can pull a rabbit out of his head, as Jason Witten would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Tennessee Titans they signed Adam Humphreys, the wide receiver Kevin Pamph. Pamphile, the offensive tackle. Roger Saffold, the guard. They traded for Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback. Re-signed, <laughs> re-signed Kenny Vaccaro, the safety, and signed Cameron Wake, the defensive end, who just continues to get money, Cameron Wake. Um, the pass rushers get paid. I like most of their signings. Roger Saffold was an outstanding guard last year for the Rams, which is a great signing. They're already a good offensive line. They've got Taylor Lewan and, and Decker, so they've got good tackles already. Um, Adam Humphrey is a great addition to the slot receiver. I, I can't really bag anything they've done there. They've done nothing but add talent and not for a lot of money either. And Cameron Wake, like you said, he just keeps surprising you because every year he just keeps producing. Yeah, he's, he's 37 years old. And he just keeps being yeah. a force on a defensive line. It's really impressive to watch. Yeah. So I think the Titans have made some very good picks. Also, like Ryan Tannehill has the backup, all jokes aside, you're not going to get injured on the bench. So if... Obviously, um, Marcus Mariota gets injured like he has the past couple of I years. I certainly don't hate the trade. I think it's a very good trade by them because you've and got a... suits ser- suits a scheme. He's very similar to exactly Mariota, right. moves like him. So. And if he can come in and play occasionally, he's not going to get injured as often. And he's actually... I think he's a very good quarterback, as I mentioned before, if he can stay healthy. And this gives him the option to do that. Yeah, and, ta- and again, Mariota's in his fifth-year option as well. So he's in his last chance too. So there's a chance if Tannehill comes in, gets in for some reason and plays really well, he could earn himself a starting contract exactly the next right. year. All right, last team, Washington Redskins. They signed uh, safety Landon Collins, which we discussed last week. DJ's over. There's been way more heartbreaks since then. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's actually... I don't care about that anymore. They all, And then obviously the big heartbreak for you was they signed offensive tackle Eric Flowers, the ex-Giants 12th overall pick. Who I think they deserved that for riddled with Landon talent. Collins. I know, what losers are getting stuck with him. Um, they traded for Case Keenum, the quarterback. They re-signed Adrian Peters and they Peterson. got... Peterson. It's a pretty good running back. Yeah, he's solid. He's okay. He's one yeah. of the other jerseys I have. <laughs> For the Vikings. It's purple, though. And then Dominic Rogers Cromartie has come out of retirement and signed Again. with the Washington Redskins. Well, he needed to pay for all his kids' school. Yeah. That's the other Cromartie. Oh, is it? <laughs> that's, a, that's Antonio Cromartie. Oh, it is too. I'm actually doing the, I'm doing the hard knocks on that, like, literally. Yes, next we week. are. And I, I think they're cousins, so, yeah. Um, Atlanta Collins is a big signing. I don't get the Case Keenum trade. They're paying so much money for quarterbacks now. Uh, I like the Adrian Peterson trade. They asked um, Darius Geis what he thought of it, and I thought his response was outstanding. He said, he sarcastically responded to the media, whoever the media guy was, no, I don't want the greatest running back of all time to learn off for a couple of years. You're right. It's yeah. terrible for me. But Geis has just... He did his, he was actually one of the higher-rated running backs Yeah, from last 100%. Year. Like one of the top four, I'll put it out there. And then basically, he got injured in the preseason and he never got his shot of actually proving himself at the skins. And so, it's really exciting for him. Like you said, he gets to learn off the best running back of and all time. And they can use them both. Yes. Exactly it means Adrian right. Peterson, who died in the ass late in the year, 
you can keep that going for a whole year by sh- by splitting time. God, with wasn't he good though? Oh yeah, he was. First, like, first half of the season, he was so excellent. impressive for a he guy did have his that age. Game, the game against, I think it was the Eagles. He had the ninety-two yard touchdown run in then, overtime. No, no, in the like the first carry of the game, and only ended with ninety-six yards. Yeah, didn't get a hundred. <laughs> but he was but, sleepy. But Mark he Sanchez was the starting quarterback. Maybe some, you so. know, he had to have a nap and a Gatorade. Yeah, Redskins. I don't know. They make signings every year, and I'm never, just, I, I'm never like, oh, this is going to be the Redskins are going to turn it around. Well, that O line is fixed now, Jay. Well, it's they, fixed. The O line was good last year. It was hurt. That was the issue. So if they can stay healthy, maybe they've got a and chance. And also, I thought, yeah, Eric Flowers is obviously the answer in that team. I'm so glad that two years ago I said Eric Flowers was the worst tackle in the NFL, and if anyone starts him as a joke, and he lasted three games for the Giants that year. Well, look, no giant fan would ever argue with that, I don't think. Terrible, terrible football player. Um, and only he's only it's only highlighted because he was such a high pick. Exactly, like, he was a very high pick. They could have taken Aaron Donald over him. Oh, let's just move on. There's enough giant hating <laughs> for was, the night. I think it was that year. Either way, who cares? Either way, he could have chosen 100 other players after him. Too. They could have like chosen guys in like the fifth and sixth round that would have been better. Would have been less of a bust. They could have chosen Eli's third child. The transitioning one. Yep. <laughs> yep. Stop with the transitioning. All right. That's it. Free I'll take Brady's over. son. What, you want Brady's son? <laughs> Only if you've got the rules Brady's got. <laughs> do you have a spare pair of shorts in your car? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Why> was, <laughs> do you, <laughs> you have incontinence issues, Jules? <laughs> now, I just, I just want to have a disclaimer. No, it's, just like, it's just friendly <laughs> advice. <laughs> Just friendly advice. And I just want to disclaim that if Jules does have incontinence issues, we're not judgy here. I am. If I had incontinence issues, you would all know about it. I think I have actually a spare pair of your undies and shorts in my car. <laughs> to be honest, I think they're yours. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, they're in case DJ needs them, of course. That's exactly right. Just, just some friendly advice. <laughs> um, all right, boys, that's it. Uh, you can find our website www.thevaultstudio.com.au um, You can find Regan's latest article on the AAF where he interviewed a running back whose name I've completely forgotten, but it was a very good interview and very well done by Regan. Um, a good player, starting player in the AAF for the fleet. So, yeah, it was really good. So, we thank Regan for that. Uh, you find all our links to podcasts, everything like that, social medias. Jules, what do you got? I just got a shout out. Oh, good friend of mine, Henley and Indiana. Mm. They know who they are. They'll be super excited to hear that. New listeners. New listeners? Yeah. Thank you, Henley in Indiana. I love new listeners. Yeah. I, used to I love work love. Terry loves love. Terry loves love. Uh, yeah. So, uh, f- social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just search The Vault Studio. Also, our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. If you can uh, spare $5 or $1 a month, feel free to sign up. Everything goes a long way to helping us out. Uh Jules, DJ, thank you very much. I, I want to thank you more for the, the pre-podcast stuff. Um, <laughs> I, keep, I forget every single week that you record beforehand. I don't muck around, mate. It's quite dangerous. I'm I not, just want to shout out I'm to... I'm not here uh, to make love to spiders, as Jules would say. <laughs> I just wanted to have a shout out to Mr. Trent the Trout Murnay, yeah. who is in the studio with us this Trenna. evening, who is our resident baker. Yes. He came and provided us with some lovely uh, homemade orange and poppy seed. Uh, cake as well as some caramel slice. So keeping us heavy o lime and heavy. Yes. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Trainer. You can do it. No worries. No worries. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. All right, boys. That's it. Uh, what do we want to? What do we want to look? Bro- Get hard, stay hard, my friends. Yeah.